Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of the Southern Surf Stompcast. I am your guest host, Richard Hawes, filling in for your regular host, Chad Shivers. This month, we'll be featuring an interview with Nick from the Oroboros Boys of Asheville, North Carolina, who will be playing the Southern Surf Stomp this month at Kavarna in Decatur, um, along with the McPherson Struts from Alabama and Chad's own band, one of Chad's bands, Moonbase, from here in Atlanta. Uh, the first couple of tracks I want to play for you guys are a little tribute to uh, our good buddy Chad. Uh, the first is from Chad's first surf band when he, I think, was about 15 or 16 years old. The Squares, who were uh, really well known and well regarded in their time. Uh, and, and after that, uh, the next track, you'll be getting a taste of Moonbase. These next two are entitled Landlocked and Stormfield.
last person, a painter called Spike, who lived here, closeted in his room, had found a key. What key? The seven gateways to hell. several tracks you just heard following the squares and moon base were from one of the deeper wells of instrumental rock we have in the southeast manor astro man with of sex and demise off their early album destroy all astro men following that we had some personal favorites of mine from alabama the kbk with love theme through a twisted mind off their full-length corridor x up next we'll hear a few words from one of our sponsors bob of the surf king surfwear from which i think i have at least one t-shirt for every day of the week and then we'll get right back into themed instro rock with another band from alabama johnny and the shaman with their tune vertigo some of you might also remember Johnny by his alias Victor Vector from his Manor Astroman days as the band's second guitar player when they resumed touring after a long hiatus some years back. After that, we'll hear from another mainstay and favorite, the Neanderthals, featuring Eddie Angel of Low Straightjackets fame with one of my personal favorite tunes of Eddie's, Girl on the Moon. Hey, this is Bob with the Surf King Surfwear coming to you from the Southern Surf Stomp Podcast. Check out our shirts and other items online at thesurfkingstore.com.
Those last few tracks were from Florida's sleaziest, classiest, and most famous, respectively. The sleaze was previous stomp guest The Delusionaires with Theme de Illusion. The class was none other than our very own The Intoxicators from Tallahassee with I Dreamed the Best Part. And finally, the fame was The Blue Stingrays from Gainesville, Florida with Brave New World off their album Surf and Burn. Up next, we have our interview with Nick from the Ouroboros Boys, who will be headlining this month's Stomp on March 12th, followed by two of their tunes I think we can expect to hear that night, Bikini Atoll and The Corsage. Uh, they're a very vibey, very cool band. They've uh, achieved a lot of ambiance in their sound and turned a lot of heads and made a big impression at the Stomp Fest this past year. Uh, so I think we're going to enjoy them quite a bit. Hi, Nick. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Going good. Good. All right. Uh well thanks for <laughs> thanks for taking some time for us here. Um first off, uh the band name. I, I, I may or may not have been butchering this word for the last twenty years. How do you pronounce it? Uh we pronounce it Ouroboros boys. Um, let's see. I don't know. I mean it's a you know, it's a kind of an ancient mysterious name i actually uh i work at a club and we had david die from npr in the other day and i gave him a record and he says a robust voice okay he goes at least i know how to pronounce that and i didn't say a <laughs> word because you know um so I, I don't really know uh guitar player sean came up with it um uh well found it as a name to use it's a sort of a mythical serpent that is uh cyclical it, eating its own tail you know right. uh, rebirth and this and that and the other things so yeah ouroboros boys is how we say it we get all kinds of pronunciations from other people and uh the first friend of mine that ever got a tattoo he was kind of a superstitious guy and he got he pronounced it a robo so that's the way it's always been in my hey, head. That, he, that's what David Dye says. Okay. He got one uh he got a snake eating its own tail going around his, his arm, but he was hung up on finding a design where the snake was unbroken because th- there was some superstition, I don't know if this was like some if if this came from whatever the origin of it is, they said that if you have an unbroken serpent, like a solid snake eating its tail going all the way around any part of your body, that it would trap your soul in your body, and that when you died, your soul, your soul could not move on into the next world. Have you ever heard uh, that? Yeah, I don't know. Is that what he was going for? Yeah, I guess. I mean, he he didn't. He was <laughs> very worried. He was very worried about it, just in case he got a design that was up that was broken up. So anyway, I guess you you uh, can't have it both ways. No, you can't. We all so, have tattoos. All of us have Ouroboros tattoos, but they don't. They just go around in a circle. Okay, so you're playing it safe. What's that? You're playing it safe. No, yeah, no, we're, no playing soul. we're playing it. We're playing it. No, no. Nah, just lot. a bad patch of skin. Okay. Well, about the band then. Um, I guess you are Nick, of course. As I said earlier, what do you play, and who else is in the band? All right. Uh, Let's see, it's a four-piece, um, bass, drums, guitar, and mandolin. I guess that's where it deviates from what you that is, think. That is where maybe it gets a, 
kind of a classic surf band. Um, I play mandolin. I play um, four-string uh, solid-body mandolin through a Fender amp. Um, so as you can imagine, it, it actually does work pretty well with that sort of uh, style, I suppose. Um, beyond that, um, Sean Dale plays guitar. He's my principal um, uh, collaborator, uh, songwriter. So we write, we write lots of this stuff. We 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 formed the band in about 2012, and then our rhythm section is Sam Fox on bass and Wes McCoy on drums. I also use um, a little bit of synth and um, some sampling, uh, some other stuff to fill out the sounds, get some texture, stuff like that. Okay. And as as far as frequency of shows go, uh, do you guys get to play out a lot? Is it, and is it, if so, is it because there's a pretty good market for what you guys do around Asheville, or is Asheville just a kind of a uh, cool place with a healthy yeah, live that, music scene? That's a good question because we ha we do like. I guess anybody that really plays instro stuff um, probably knows to be true. We found that we get to play cool things like uh, cocktail nights, like um, tiki nights, team uh, parties, things where we play in the corner, we play loud, but we don't have uh vocalist to um, really compete with the party. Um, so that's kind of, we, we have a monthly that we do, um, at this restaurant. It's a, it's a big, like, Polynesian spread buffet and, uh, and some really fantastic cocktails. We do things like that every now and then. Um, and, uh, you know, we play, you we play punk rock shows. We play, uh, I work at a club, so I mean, we've gotten to open for Man or Astro Man. We've opened for Agent Orange. Um, we've opened for Kid Congo Powers, uh, simply because I have the end at the club. So we play all kinds of things, but um, the guys all play in different bands, and so we're, we're competing with that. And uh, I, I guess we play out once or twice a month. Okay, uh, so it's so it's pretty pretty good action, and there's some some big names in there, and having a regular gig, especially at a tiki restaurant, is is always a lot of fun. Oh, uh, um, that's my favorite gig out of all of them for sure. Oh, I, I can imagine. We we've we've gotten to play Trader Vic's um, just just once, and we have another. Oh, that's awesome! Atlanta, I, yeah, and we love that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell so, you what, man. I'll tell you what. My dad took me to Trader Vic's in uh, Toronto. He had a business meeting. I was about 12, my little brother was about 10, and they put him up in the Hilton, and uh, one night we had dinner at the Trader Vic's, which was in the basement of the Hilton, and uh, I, and I think it really changed, it really, it really struck a chord with me somewhere, it was dark down there, and they had some like torches and stuff, and it, I mean, everything just looked so cool. Um, I, I remember that as being sort of a formative memory for me in terms of my interest in, uh, you know, surf and exotica, that sort of, yeah, I think, even, I think even just mid-century style. Yeah, a lot of us have similar stories, and I know myself and most of the people around Atlanta, the people in the bands and people who always come to the shows, uh, we all love Trader Vic's in the Hilton oh, yeah. in Portland Street in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Awesome. 
place. Um, and Agent Orange was just this past uh, week for you guys, right? Yep, Sunday. Yeah, we just played with Agent Orange. That was really cool. We were by far the most um, uh, kind of atmospheric, kind of chill band. I mean, we're not super atmospheric right. and, or and those chill. Are, those, are, those are punk shows. The, the night before, I was I was at the one in Atlanta, and that was a punk rock show. It was yeah, big, yeah, yeah. But it was cool. In a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the in the way guys, I was like pretty really pretty bitching, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was great. And um, I guess you said you and um, the guitar player, the the two principal songwriters. Was yeah, there, Sean you, Dale. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you and Sean decide to start the band together out of uh, a you know love of surf music? Or instrumental music, and um, I, I guess I guess how did it come about? How'd you well, get... I'll, I'll tell you what. Me and Sean have been friends for about ten years, and we were always playing in other bands, and we always talked about doing some project that was uh, kind of. I mean, something. It wasn't particularly surf at first. It was just supposed to be something that's real classic, something that's cool. Um, we both like a lot of throwback styles, uh, but we both also really like a lot of early punk rock and uh, a lot of the post-punk type stuff. Um, but I was playing in a band that played like kind of like ragtime blues and stuff like that. And um, in the region, we, we got we, we had some success. But uh, when I stopped playing with them. I don't know. I just really wanted to go electric, and I'm I'm much more proficient on the on the mandolin than I am on the guitar, and uh, so he's uh, Sean is a prodigious drummer. He's an amazing drummer. He played with a band called the Lucia Tistas for like four or five albums, and they're they're kind of well known, uh, or they were well known sort of um, math rock art kind of avant-garde so sean is a fantastic drummer sean wanted to play guitar i wanted to play electric mandolin and we both love surf music along with you know some of these other musical forms that come along in the 70s and 80s uh that that i've sort of mentioned and so i think i think at the time i was listening to music with a lot of reverb and just in love with uh clean signal but a lot of reverb, and I think, you know, at some point I went through, like, a heavy man or astro man phase, and, you know, uh, yeah, did I, we think, I think, uh, I think, I think I was listening to the plugs, real 10 off the, off the uh, Alex Cox's Repo Man, and I decided this is, like, this is what I want to do. And did you did you just want to stick with the you wanted to did you want to stick with the mandolin because that's your instrument, or is it because that's your instrument and you thought hey I think this could this could really work in this context? It's good. No, it's good. It really works. I mean, it really does work because we do these sort of uh, nobody plays. I don't play over the top of Sean. Sean doesn't play rhythm. We switch back and forth, and you know, so I'm at a I'm at a pitch range that's a bit higher than him and uh you know they kind of weave together and it, it works i'm surprised not more people do it um honestly i've I I, seen 
one other band pull out the mandolin, an electric mandolin, just for a few songs, and that was Rick Mills of the Volcanoes. One night. Cool. I'll have that. to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, and that that was that was that was that was random. I didn't know they were going to do that. And you guys are the only band I'm aware of that's got a full time full time mandolin. So it is it is something unique. Um, as 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 far as I guess surf music, and we use that we use that term kind of broadly. I mean, we're not real. We should. About what yeah, we should. We should. It's a lot of good stuff. But, yeah, but um, what uh, I guess I guess what what are your, some of your favorite bands going now? Favorite bands going now? Oh man, I'm an old, I'm an old man, and I'm an old soul. Uh, let's see, Jesus. You know what? You know who I love? Who's instrumental right now? And we and we've had him at the club a few times with the Budos band. I, I absolutely love the Budos band. They're not new. They're 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 heavy, sort of Afro Caribbean, uh, doom metal kind of okay. instrumental kind of band. Budos, B-U-D-O-S, B-A-N-D. Um, I'm so at a lack for current bands. Well, it's not even necessarily current. I guess in the genre, the bands that made you, yeah, just in general, the bands that made you want to want to have a band like the like the Ouroboros Boys. Well, I don't know if there's anyone really anyone really like us. Sean and I, Sean and I reference a few bands quite a lot. We we reference. The Wipers, the first couple of Wipers albums, uh-huh. um, the, how angular uh, the guitars are, and um, just kind of dark and, and angry, but kind of cool at the same time. Uh, Sean and I both love Rudimentary Peni off of Crafts Records from England, uh, really twisted uh, kind of art punk, and uh, again, just stripped down, but just kind of odd shapes, very angular guitar uh, phrasing and stuff. Um, but, you know, st- straight up beats for the most part. Um, trying to think of who else. I know I'll probably listen to this later and I'll be like, what? You know, Manor Astro Man was an influence for sure. The Pixies are yeah. a huge influence. The Sadies oh, are yeah. a big influence. The Western bands like Friends of Dean Martinez, for me, huge influence. Friends of Dean Martinez are amazing um sean likes he likes richard hale he likes television you know he likes soft boys he likes a lot of that stuff a lot of that kind of snotty kind of power pop and uh punk and post-punk stuff um our bass players solidly into punk rock a lot of punk rock going back ramones big time um our drummers into heavier stuff so that may influence his drumming, but um, but yeah, I think the Pixies are a big influence. I think uh, the Sadies are one of my favorite bands. Big influence for me. Um, you know, we do, we do, we take a little from Hawkwind. Maybe we like to, we like to trip out a little bit on a few parts. It's not too jammy, but but uh, I get into using some, uh, you know, some tape delay and. Um, so, you know, Sean and I both listen to a lot of Hawkwind, a little bit, a little bit of Krautrock maybe, you know, all kinds okay. of stuff really, you know, um, I think, I think n- not that you asked, but I think we're an instrumental band simply because we, neither of us are, are lyricists and we'd rather, if it's, you know, if it's going to be 
half-ass, we'd rather not do it, we'd rather try to make instrumental music that stands on its own, so... Good, cool, yeah. and you you definitely do. We uh we 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 all we all um came away with with really great stories from uh, oh, man. Fest, uh back in September. Um, so we're, oh we're man, we had a great time, as, yeah, super great month. time. Yeah, had and, a lot um, of fun listening to the Mystery Men as well. Uh thank you, thank you. Um, Absolutely. So we are gonna have you guys at Kavarna for a regular stomp on March twelfth, right? Yeah, can't wait. And um, you guys will be playing with Moonbase, which is which is uh, Chad's Chad's other band. Yep. Um, and I was and I was digging on Moonbase for sure uh, the yeah, other day. I was listening to that. Uh, uh, what is it? He's got a really creation, cool album cover. Creation Myths. Yeah, it's got Creation one. Myths. Crazy, yeah, that's super cool. Album covers that I've seen in a while. Yeah. It's all really good stuff. All right. Well. Um, I guess any 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 parting words. Uh, what to, anything that uh, any in particular we should expect from you on the twelfth? Uh, not really. Just hopefully like a really solid show, Sonic stuff. Um, yeah, just really looking forward to it. I hope. All right. Well, I'm sure. We'll I hope get we get that, a good man. crowd. Yeah. Oh, you will. Thanks, the Richard. Crowd, the crowds have been the crowds have been good. Uh, so I'm 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 thinking it's going to be great for you guys too. You should have a great time. Oh man, and the, and the bands that were on on the bill with uh, were stoked to be on the bill with these bands. So yeah, it should be a great time. All right, man. Well, dude, thank you very much. Hey, thanks for the interview, and, th- and thanks to you, and thanks to Chad, and we can't wait to see you guys. Yeah, man. Take it easy. Cheers.
Crystal Computer God Worldwide Secret Containment Policy.
After those last two cuts by the Roboros boys following the interview, I decided to stick with North Carolina for the next couple of tunes. You heard Wash Out by Charlotte's The Aqualads and The Curse of a Little Bastard by the inimitable Dexter Romweber, who hails from Chapel Hill these days. Uh, last in that run, we had a band called the Hula Hounds, which was a side project of Jack Booth from the Murfreesboro, Tennessee band, the Mariners. Uh, they were, and uh, still are, a first-wave instrumental band in the vein of the Ventures, who made a lot of hay recording instrumental versions of popular songs from various genres over the decades. Uh, the Hula Hounds carried this tradition forward with a fun and surfed-up cover of Billy Idol's White Wedding. And now, a word from another one of our sponsors. For 50 years of surf music and instrumental rock, check out The Longboard Show on the radio, Tuesday nights at 9 on WREK Atlanta 91.1 FM, or via webcast, wrek.org slash longboards.
This last match of cuts was started off by the former Atlanta Country Surf Band, The Broken Spokes, with The Duel. The hauntingly raunchy track after that was Lovely by Jimmy and the Teasers off their album Fabulously Trashy, uh, followed by their contemporaries Rocket 350 of Atlanta with an instrumental called Judge Vicky, an old cut off their very earliest release. Uh, then we broke up the instrumental parade with the hot-rotted rock and roll of McPherson Struts from Alabama, who will be playing the Stomp on March 12th. And to close out, we brought it back to instrumental land with the aptly titled The Last Song by the Crazy Aces. Thanks a lot for listening, and you can check us out on Facebook, southernsurfstomp.com, or Twitter, at southsurfstomp. Please contact us with any questions or feedback at info at southernsurfstomp.com, and check us out on surfrockradio.com every Thursday at 7 a.m. and p.m. Thanks very much to the Aroboros Boys, uh, our sponsors, the Longboard Show and the Surf King Surfwear, and especially to the Penetrators for letting us use their Southern Surf Syndicate theme. 